Hello and welcome to the Mud Show Dirt Sheet, competitive fantasy booking by two high guys in the Target demo. I'm Tim Ross, and I'm joined as always by my friend, my co-host, the man with the ass so flat that Flip Gordon thinks it's the earth, Ryan Peterson. Ryan, how are you doing today, my God, friend? fuck Flip Gordon. Isn't that From, incredible? Didn't I say that since day one? Yeah. I was on the fuck Flip Gordon train since day one, and you were like, Ryan, he's good. He does such many 450. He's so good. <laughs> he does such many 450, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, you were like the Cody impression of uh, everybody about Juice Robinson. He's so good. And I was like, dude, I fucking hate him. Like, And I think I hated it because he was being so mean to Cody. Cody at the time, and then even though Cody was really being the one being right. mean by not booking his friend at his wrestling show, right? You were in your still pretending Cody's a good guy face. Yeah, yeah. you have that excellent shirt of the Bucks super kicking Kenny yep. that says yep. they chose me. Yeah. It's real to me. Damn it, that yeah. Cody was the good guy in that relationship. Uh, we're going to tell you what we do. We are going to tell you how we would book Revolution if we were Tony Khan. If Tony Khan got stuck in stuck in Fulham and he was like, "I'm gonna," you know, those two guys from Minnesota that haven't put out the podcast yet, the one uh, we've been listening to yeah. because Tony. Been- <laughs> I don't mean to get all Jesse Ventura on the bit, but Tony Khan is already listening to this podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna like literally. We're gonna release those on our Patreon, our old ones, and you're gonna be like, "Man, they literally were booking dynamite." <laughs> yeah gonna sound like we were recording it after the show well he's over there trying to save fulham from relegation and getting that money which i heard was a fair amount even if you get dropped in the first year um we will be booking this wrestling show um normally what we do is we pick a number to for the total viewership in the demo um and then we pick an over under and then we have to complete a challenge uh this week because uh there is no way to track except for pay-per-view buys which come out much later and that doesn't mean anything yep it, uh, ratings and numbers mean things and because the matches on pay-per-views are actually important we are going to record our guesstimations uh who we think is going to win and the person that gets more of them right doesn't have to do this week's challenge which uh is eaten onion yes um which it's not like cut up an onion and eat it, right? It's, or it's like just, a bunch of caramelized onions. Yeah, You're gonna just, chomp into a white just, onion just like it's an apple. Eat a delicious white <laughs> onion, which we will put on our Twitter. I don't um, even like raw white onion. If I'm eating raw <laughs> onion, it's a red onion, and I'm gonna have to eat a white onion like an apple because I'm I book with my heart on that's this. That's right. Shit. That's right. And we're gonna give you guys a couple of uh, sneak peeks of challenges that we will be doing in the future. One time we will have to sing. Poem by the band Trapped. Nope. Nope. Taproot? Taproot. Dude, I swear it's Trapped. I was looking at it. It's not. Trap put out a shitter of a song then, too. Um, Trapped is also terrifying on Twitter. But yeah, uh, yeah, Poem by Taproot at a karaoke bar. That assuming that the world does return to normal someday. We're going to have to eat uh, one of the hotter wings at D-Spot. In front of our dads. Yeah, which uh, both both of our dads there. And they'll be meeting for the first time. So it'll be like a first date. Yeah. It's going to be, be uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, and for a very big show, of course, uh, my favorite punishment, Start and OnlyFans. Start and OnlyFans. And make it gonna, cheap. You guys make are going to get cheap. to see some thick boy nudie nudes. Make it, make it cheap so that your friends would be like, I don't really want to see it, but for $1.99, how do I not see it? It's like 
you could listen to the Gimmick Sheet podcast, friends of the show. Yep. But are they posting pictures of their chubby bodies online for a dollar ninety nine a month? That's reasonable. That's true. And you know what? If I get enough subscribers, I'll keep it going. Yeah. You know? Like I could use the cash. Yeah, I'll take a little. I'll take a little scratch on the side to post some tasteful nudie nudes. Yeah. So let's get let's break down this card. We're going to start with the buy in match. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this. Um, just like they probably won't. Yeah. But it'll be. Um, Thunder Rosa and Riho yep. versus Britt Baker and Rebel. And uh, I think you put Thunder Rosa over here, a little bit of the payoff for the feud that she's been having with Britt Baker, makes them one and one, allows if Thunder Rosa wins the NAA world title for a blow off there, um, or if Britt Baker is somehow possibly your next AEW women's champion, allows for a blow off match with Thunder Rosa, which would hopefully evolve the belt turning over to Thunder Rosa because she needs to be your AEW women's champion. But, she is incredible. But Ryan, what about Ryun Mizunami? Don't you want Ryun Mizunami? I mean, she's in the match on set Sunday, which we both predicted from the very beginning. We said if anybody's <laughs> getting out of this tournament and making it to Revolution, it's Ryu Mizunami. Uh, for, I saw it from the beginning when we saw her at Double <laughs> or Nothing. Brain, big yep. brain. But uh, yeah, there's no reason to have uh, Britt Baker beat Thunder Rosa again. Uh, and I agree that Thunder... Or ever, really. <laughs> or ever, really. Like nobody should beat Thunder Rosa. Well, I mean, Hikaru Shida beat Thunder Rosa, and that was very good. Yeah, but like I'm still waiting for the payoff. Yeah, I mean, I get it. She's the best thing in women's wrestling right now, in my opinion. And, like, get the gold on her. Get and, the gold on her. And get the gold thing, on too, her. is that with all the injuries that AEW has had, like, it seems like the, that was the one lock of a, something. That everybody sees how good this is. This could help, like... The feud between Thunder Rosa and Sheeta would be just incredible, um, yeah, but not? we're not getting it right now. And yeah, maybe maybe that's just one of the things that they're waiting until fans come back. And and I completely understand that if you're looking for just just that hot electric electric atmosphere, I I understand that a little bit. I'm sorry, but Sheeta's whole thing has felt stale for a little while now. Yep, and and maybe it's the language barrier. Maybe it's the fact that. AEW doesn't have that many great matches for her right now, but it's time for something fresh and like let's get Thunder Rosa some wins. Let's get her to the number one contendership and yep. let's get that belt on her. Yep. And if she wants to be double champion, hey. I'm fine with a double champion. <laughs> you you know I'm fine with a double champion. Uh, let's move on. Uh, curtain jerking the show. I have the tag team battle royal match. Does that sound right to you? It's completely right. We have Top Flight, Silver and Reynolds, Uno and Grayson, Proud and Powerful, Bear Country, Butcher and Blade, and Private Party. Who's your winner? <laughs> I I mean, it it really hurts that I don't get to say Top Flight here. Because I thought you were going to say Top Flight. God, I want to say Top Flight. Say it. Uh, I'm not. Gonna You're not going to just take an over on the first one. No. Okay. Uh, I do think, and this is spicy. I think much like the last tag team battle royal, I think one of the top flight boys probably uh, Dante is the older. No, Darius is the Darius older is one. the older one. Uh, probably Darius will be a last man standing because he's just fucking very good in the yeah. ring. Uh, I have Santana and Ortiz winning this one. I completely understand why you would pick that. Yep. Um, for something that I have predicted a little bit later in the show. Um, but yeah, I think that, that that's a good pick, but I think I'm going to go with Uno and Grace in here. I think that you're, you need to start paying off some of this dark order stuff. Um, and I thought, I honestly thought it was going to be 10, but then 10 lost to Max Caster the other night. But I think with the, 
the goodness that you have surrounding the Dark Order, the negative one stuff, everything is just going there. You have to get them near gold. You have to put gold on them, you know, and, and you have to do something. I think Uno and Grayson have become the, the most, from when they were spooky perverts when they debuted, and we were all questioning what the for fuck sure, that was. For what sure, the, fuck the most was improved that? act, gimmick, yeah. what singles tag anything you could say all of dark order you could just say uno you could just say you know i'm gonna be i'm gonna be a hundred percent with you ryan if i was gonna book dark order wrestlers to win this thing it would be silver and reynolds but i i love the take um yeah i just i just think that you can't put the belts on silver and reynolds um as much as i would love to see it because i enjoy everything they do on bt i enjoy everything like honestly John Silver says the same shit that I say to Alex Reynolds, like to you. Yeah. You know, the, how's your peach doing? Huh? Oh, it was so You got to stop peach. asking about my peach, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just what, it's just crazy that like they are us, but I just, I just can't see them winning this match. Can um, I say something? Sure. Um, if you were going to book a dark horse team to take the tag belts off the young bucks, like a, a total fly in the dark. Who's Hangman Page's new best friend? John Silver. And who does Hangman Page hate more than anybody on the AEW roster? The Young Bucks? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I mean, there it, is, there it is, plug and play for me. And Hangman is all face and shit, but when he starts hanging out with the Dark Order, those bad boys make him do some bad stuff, because like Mark Vicente said, nobody joins a cult. And, and that will be another another thing that I, I we will mention Nexium multiple times on here, you guys. Like we will mention Nexium, we'll mention Hamilton, we will mention some weird shit, but we found that it all after the MJF and Chris Jericho musical number, we found out that it's the same Venn India, diagram. India Otzenberg on talk it's Jericho. Yeah. It's like it's like they it's like they're really paying attention. We're all to us. sitting in the eye of a hurricane. Yep. Isn't it crazy? And in the eye of the hurricane, there's quiet. That's right. For just a moment. So I think we're going to move on after that. After the winners, we're going to go Uno and Grayson, and then you have Proud and Powerful. Uh, for those of you who are keeping track at home. Can I say one thing Absolutely. before we move on? Sure. If I wasn't proud, I wouldn't be powerful. Dude, I, who? how many times do I say that Proud and Powerful shouldn't lose? If they win, I will I will gladly eat this onion for Santana and Ortiz to get a fucking I'll play chance. the music for Please. you in the background. Thank you. Thank you. Please just put the belts on these fuckers. Like, I sense all out. Um, when they debuted after that tables match, it, I was all in. And Street Sweeper is the best tag team finisher in AEW. And you and said there it. I said it. You said it. And that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I was talking about Uno. Uno's new finisher that he posted on Twitter. Loved it. Real nice. Yeah. Real nice. Also, Thoracic Express, that flipping powerbomb combo thing. Let's not talk. Let's yeah, move we'll on. We'll get there. Moving on. Uh, so I think that next we're going to have Miro and Kip versus Cassidy and Chucky e. T. Seems like a good fit for this. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's get Miro some heat and yeah. have him murder Kip Sabian. Please just here. end the Kip Sabian shit. I'm over it. Um, I, I'm going to make this quick because I don't really want to talk about Chucky e. T. God, dude. Why, Ryan? Give why? me an awful waffle, though. Yeah, man, did I mark out for an awful waffle on AEW television. Yeah. I mean, Orange Cassidy is going to do his stuff, and this is just feuding to a, leading to a singles one, and I think this is where you have Miro just dumping Kip. Um, Kip will take the pin from Orange Cassidy, and then Miro will flip out, you know, beat the shit out of the other Everybody. two. Everybody. Yeah, and then he'll put, I think that it'll kind of end with him putting uh, Kip in the game over. Oh, yeah. 
and and just letting him sit there for a minute and penelope probably slaps him oh i I like the idea of penelope just screaming yeah i think the faces are gonna get over here and Miro is gonna get very mad at that handsome skinny boy and get himself some actual heat which he hasn't honestly hasn't had since he showed up and that is a bummer because he's very good yeah. he's very good and, and i think this turn will probably leave, lead him right into a tnt title picture with um, darby with darby or yeah. and then um i mean it'll, we'll get the blow off with orange cassidy probably on um the semi pay-per-view before the pay-per-view the, yep. um, the monthly yep we'll get that and then that's where we'll get Miro leading into something else um tnt or world title picture I'd be fine with him going up against Kenny or something like that. Maybe that's Tony Khan's next thing to try to take the belt off of him and Don Callis before Honestly, the belt collector has all of them. My opinion is a tool of getting something something or somebody over the TNT championship is incredible. Yeah. Uh, look what it did for the, I mean, RIP to the GOAT, Brody Lee, that title legitimized him and his group instantly. Do that for Miro and just yeah. have him defended every week on Dynamite for four months and then... Get it off of him and do it for somebody else, but move that thing around. And and the thing is, is that putting it on Darby, it's now become stale because he's in this feud with a uh, great lead in by me over with Sting here. Oh, we're gonna um, talk about this, huh? Yeah. Um, but I think that I think that you need to get the belt off of Darby because it's not really doing anything for him right now. And you know who it would do something for would be Miro. Yeah. Do a real nice something for Miro. I got a I got a bonus question for you related to this next match. Sure. Uh. Side bet for a one-chip challenge, and you can turn me down after you hear it. Cinematic or non-cinematic? It's cinematic. <laughs> I'm, I'm picking cinematic. I don't think so. You think it's going to be live? Yeah, I think I think they're going to do it live. Here's the I, maybe not live, but shot live in the same style of like the Santana and Ortiz. Oh, I believe that. Okay. Probably, but I mean, I was listening to a little bit of the Don Callis on Talk and Shop interview, and they were talking about all the cuts and stuff like that. Like, Sting on Dynamite last night was working for what two minutes, yeah. maybe, and he was blown out. I wouldn't say he was breathing, but yeah. Sting looks good. He for didn't. 61. He doesn't have a full live street fight in him. It's it's going to be slightly pieced together. I think. Yeah, that's fair. And it's not going to be comedic like the. Um, the Super Bowl brawl. What was yep. that one? Um, God, fuck! I should have known the name of that one. But the Mimosa Man- Jericho's been in some dumb matches in yeah. AEW. The Stadium Stampede. Stadium Stampede um, match. The I don't think it'll be that cinematic where you have you know Santana Ortiz doing the No Mercy running through the <laughs> through the backstage and stuff like that. But I think you're gonna get it. It needs to be on TV. Like it needs to be filmed. We yep. need to know Sting is alive afterwards. Yeah. Like you can't just cut it with him with the screen going black with him. Like you can't with, just have a sixty-one year old Matt, guy with go, Matt Hardy. Yeah, we'll call it out there. You can't have it with Matt Hardy gray face, you know, and Sting oh just laying God. there. Yeah, you're a hundred percent right. You know, it, uh, this one's gonna be cinematic. Um, I was hoping you would pick live so I could watch you do a one chip challenge. Not worth it. Uh, who do you have winning this one? I have the heels winning. Yeah, I have Ricky Stark winning. T W. Yep, I have Brian Cage pinning Darby Allen because that will be your next match for the TNT World Title or the TNT Title. Um, and then 
I, I would love to see Ricky Starks do it because I think Ricky Starks and Darby Allen would put on a phenomenal match. Yeah, a TNT title match. That would be. And great. anytime you get Ricky Starks close to gold, I'm into it. Yeah. Um, but I think that that you're gonna have garbage powerhouse. Like you're gonna have mud. You yeah. know, you have mud. So, uh, but I think you're gonna have powerhouse Hobbs and Hook come out and do some crazy shit. And I think, I think that what what'll probably happen is you'll have powerhouse Hobbs, Hook, and either Ricky Starks or Brian Cage take out Sting, and then you have the other one somehow take out Darby Allen. See, because F- Team FTW is going to get involved and fuck around and fuck shit up, I actually booked this for the heels to win, but for Ricky Starks to get the pin on Darby and sure. set up a TNT title match. Love it. Um, Love Ricky Starks. He's got it. Yeah. Once he gets just, he needs about a month and a half. He was, he's just a little bit behind on the meal plan because he didn't come in until that match I think with he Cody. Looks great. But if he could just bulk up just a little bit. I love the look. Just, I love the skinny, well, not skinny, but thin, thinks he's handsomer than he is heel shit that he does. I think it's very good. I'm and, not talking 40 pounds of Cody ass. I'm talking about like just. 10 to 12. Just fill it out Just a little Just 10 bit. to 12 pounds. Yeah, Brian Cage can loan it to him. He looks <laughs> thick on Dynamite <laughs> TV the oh, other week. I bet he looks great at the pay-per-view, though. Yeah. He'll have it, I, for all we know, though, it could be filmed already. And it was back like two months ago when he had that great body and they filmed they filmed it already. Yeah, uh, man, we got to start disagreeing on some of this shit if we're going to keep it competitive. Yep. I think that we're going to disagree on the next one. You think so? Yeah, I'm going to move us right into the big money match. Oh, you got you got contentious opinions on the big money match? I think so. You don't want to see Hangman Page make an extra quarter's salary? I just don't think that's what's going to happen. So here, we, we're going to... I We'll do this one. So this is cinematic or live? Live. Big money match is going to be live. Yeah, it's going to be... Which is unfortunate, because anytime Matt Hardy gets in the ring, I just cringe after that Sammy thing. I don't think you're going to see anything. I think that I think it's going to be just a straight up wrestling match, probably. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're going to get some little, heel shit yeah. from uh, some, Matt Hardy's boys, TH2 Private Party, like, uh, but fairly straight up and down, Hardy working veteran heel, <laughs> took lessons from Jericho or something like that, hopefully. Yeah. But you really think they're going to just give Matt Hardy a singles win over Hangman Page, huh? I absolutely do. Ugh. Because here's the deal. nobody like joins, don't even like Dynamite. As you said earlier, nobody joins a cult. Yeah. And you and know what You know what helps pay the bills? If you got some friends over there that'll take you in, if you got no money, and you got yeah. about 10 to 12 guys who are making salary. You That's know, a good point. That's I think point. And 10 spending on grapes, but... <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that I think that that's how you get like that full join of Hangman where he starts wearing maybe purple trim on the trunks and things of that sort where he really joins the Dark Order. He's going to be broke. Yeah, he you know? needs them now. Yeah. And where... and I, as much as I don't ever want to see Matt Hardy win a match, like this is if you're going to do one, this is how you further every storyline. And AEW does such a good job of paying us off. You know, we've been so good. We've worn our masks all year. Yep. You know, we've done an incredible job. Of just buying into it, and the reason we have is because they just pay us off every time. You know, they just give it to us every time. We're like, you know, it'd be kind of cool. It'd be really cool if like Brody Lee came in and just squashed Cody on my birthday, and then he did. And <laughs> I t- mean, neither of us thought that was going to happen. No, um, I disagree. I think Hangman's kind of been on an L streak, and I think he needs a little a little sugar from. A little sugar from Tony, and I think 
It's a good way to get over Dark Order if they're countering Matt Hardy cheating with Dark Order cheating, like mixing it up. Uh, and yeah, Hangman needs a win and he should never lose to a 48-year-old man again in his whole career. And he's great and I love him and he's going to win. But I think you're just going to get too much interference and you're going to get like a boom box to the head or something like that. And he's out and that's how, you know, he doesn't, it's not a visual pinfall. But yep. it's a you know it's a it's a for the record books pinfall, and I think that you you can give Hangman a visual pin, like you can give Hangman the visual victory because they're gonna put him over so hard and he's gonna look so good you know and I just think that you're gonna have some shenanigans where he ends up losing and you know maybe even something small like feet on the ropes or something like that you know or grabbing the trunks something like that I think but you're gonna have Hangman lose and then that's how he joins the cult. Man, we have, he's broke. we have very different opinions on wrestling. We should do a podcast or something. It's crazy. Tag team titles next, probably. You think that before the women's match? I figured that they had like a four-minute spot to throw in a women's match here because Tony Khan does not let these <laughs> careful, breathe. Careful, 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 Tony, 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 Tony. Love you, man. Love the product mostly. But like Ryu Mizunami versus Hikaru Shida, is when this we what you had think Thunder we? Rose. You could have, you could have just plug and played. You, nope, Yukazaki. <laughs> I'll clip it. Yeah, I won't clip that one. Yukazaki. God, God damn it! And I've loved her since day one. I just little giggle grass in the garage, and it's pretty early. <laughs> I'm so glad it's not me on the first one. Ugh, every fucking time. <laughs> yeah. There, there was just get these women over. Like, li- literally, if you had me seed the sixteen women in that fucking eliminator tournament based on who I would most like to see AEW in a pay per view setting. Yeah, women's title match in a pay per view setting. I'm not saying Rizanami would have been last, but she would have been not in the top half. It- yeah, Maki Ito would have been coming Maki out of that Ito side. Maki Ito is sure. in that bracket. Yeah. Yuka Sakazaki is in that bracket. Yeah. A legend in Aj- Kong if you want to just do something like yeah. that. But Emi Sakura. Emi Sakura! Dude, like, <sighs> Emi Sakura's daughter. Yeah, well, not great. <laughs> it's, it's just been clear from the beginning that this one it was a little thrown together. And like... You got most of the women's stuff has been thrown together, and we just we you got to take it seriously, yep. more seriously than you're taking it right now because this is a person who your fan base hasn't seen wrestle in two years, yeah, and you're just expecting it to get heat or like people to be excited about it. And then the matches were on YouTube, and then they were on BR, and then they weren't on BR, so they were back on and YouTube. Some of them just, were on Dynamite, and some yeah. of them weren't, and like. Just treat this with the care that you treated the men's eliminator tournament, which yep. was phenomenally booked the whole way through. Yep. yep. And and I mean, literally, we had we had the the final four. Yep. We we had that, and then all of a sudden things fell apart. Yeah. And, and now we're stuck here with a match that I I just and I'm as big of a sheet of mark as you can get and. Yep. You know, I don't know if maybe she wanted to go back to Japan for to see her family and stuff, and that's why she was over there for this. But it, she's lost. She's lost everything because you haven't put her up against a quality opponent. Yeah, that, her last title defense was against Abaddon, and that match wasn't particularly good. And well, it was what eight, ten, twelve weeks ago. Yeah, so I, I, I'm assuming that 
she wanted to go back for something. Yeah. And and that's why, which is fine. But then it, you wonder why, maybe, why didn't we drop the title earlier? What what are we, you know, what are we what are we doing here with Sheeta? I because I love to watch her wrestle, and I she is the best woman that you have here that that has been around full time. You know, yep. and once you get Statlander back, you'll have better stuff too. But what are you gonna? What are you doing? Yeah, is and, the thing, and this does not feel like them taking her or that title. Maybe maybe seriously. there's maybe there's something that Tony's going to put on the show. Maybe we have a Statlander return or something, you know. Uh, maybe God, wouldn't that be just wonderful? Maybe, maybe she takes out Rio or something like that before the match and we have a heel Chris Statlander come out and take her spot or something of that sort. You know, maybe I don't know. I don't know okay. if she's back yet, but I I just don't it, it seems like whenever we ask what we're getting here, we get it. We yep. get something, so I'm hoping that this is another one of those moments. Like, is, well, what are we getting here? And Tony proves me wrong again. You know, just like he did with Tully Blanchard. Yeah, I'll say it. I believe in Tony Khan. Yeah. Um, but so I'm going to pick Sheeta retains, and hopefully we get some sort of direction of where we're going after this. Yeah, I don't think there's anything to do here except Sheeta retains and get it get it move into something better and more well prepared. And let's talk about the tag titles. Tag titles. We have MJF and Chris Jericho versus the Young Bucks. This is going to be real good, I think. I think it's going to be incredible, and I think you're going to get a title change. I think you're going to take the titles off of them. You're going to put MJF on the billboard with Chris Jericho here for a little bit, and then proud and powerful if they win that ladder match or the over the top rope match. That that's a great way to break up the inner circle. Um, I just I don't. The Bucks don't need to be champions. I I agree. Yeah, the Bucks don't need a world tag team title to be over because they're the Bucks. Um, I was actually very into the idea of a title change until all of this Papa Bucks stuff. And I don't think you can allow the heels to get away with it here. That whole thing, you know, was because Jericho wanted like MJF heat, I think. Yep. And people have been singing the song and people have been having fun with Chris and Chris Jericho needed a moment to be like, no, I am a bad person yep. and you shouldn't like this. And as a result, he assaulted the young bucks mm-hmm. dad and you're not going to have a heel do that on TV and then win on the pay-per-view. It just like it seemed fair for him insulting our ears <laughs> with the music that he creates. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm sorry. You prefer to listen to the quality music made by a true musician like Ruckus. Chris, like Chris Jericho and Mikey Ruckus. Fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, like I and the fact that Papa Buck wanted to gig was one of my favorite wrestling things of the year. But <laughs> you can't do that to the babyface's dad and then have him lose the pay per view match. And maybe I'm old school for thinking of it that way, but. You're going to get a young And as the guy here. who comes out of the left tunnel, that's how you pay off somebody. <laughs> you want to get off? You want to get off? Come with me. We'll get off. No. I just do. watch it. You want to no. get off? No, You Ryan. can get off with me if you want. You just got to come with. Ryan, I do not want to get off with you. All right. Well. Except for in the way that you're not talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that this is the perfect time to just... Or, you know what? If you want... Retain and then maybe Tomatonga and something does some, you know. I, I mean, if you have all Bullet Club champions, and then, I mean, they're eventually they're going to have to wrestle for all those titles, right? Yep. And that's fine, too. 
After but, they've beaten everybody in AEW, and New Japan starts yeah. being interested in our belts. Yeah. But if you start, uh, if you want to break up the inner circle, you can go ahead and put Chris Jericho and MJF together, and then get the fuck out of here. Yeah, this is a this is a match that I think a true pick 'em, really. Right. Either way, go. And I think MJF needs a little taste of gold here very quickly. Mm-hmm. I just also wouldn't necessarily want MJF's first title run to be. In a tag. Another guy who just like a healthy, good TNT title reign would do just wonders for MJF. And a tag title run would too. But me personally, selfishly, I'd rather see him go it alone. I understand that. But for me, the TNT title needs to be a little bit of the way that uh, New Japan used the US title at the very beginning. Where you kind of just moved it around a lot. Yep. And I don't think that you can put losses on MJF. MJF needs to... He, he's a heel that needs to win, and he needs to win Healy almost all the time. E- even though he is a better wrestler than, you know, most of the people. Yep. Um, but I think that I think that you it, you can put the tag team gold on him, and it and it is a little bit of gold that he can say he is a, he has been a champion. And it doesn't need, even need to be a long run, because then you can put him in something like the TNT thing. But I think this could be the little bit of gold that you give him and let him, let him just run with it for a minute. And I, you know... Seeing him talk about gold is going to be fun. Yeah. And seeing him and Chris Jericho talk about having gold, that'd be real fun. It was so fun you just hit your head on your microphone cover. <laughs> you didn't even notice that. <laughs> you heard it. Here's here's the thing, folks. Everything Chris Jericho and MJF have done together has been solid gold. And if they put the gold on them, that will be solid gold too. Yep. But the Young Bucks are also the best tag team in the world and if that means they get to be the tag champions for a little longer, sure. more power to them and yeah. God bless. Yeah, 100% uh, agree. Semi-main event, I've got the ladder match here. I think uh, we only have two left, right? Yep. So, face of the revolution ladder match, we have Penta, Lance Archer, Scorpio Sky, Cody Rhodes, Max Caster, surprise from last night's Dynamite, Yep. Uh, and a surprise... Uh, sixth man that I think Paul White teased as being a debut. You think that's where the debut is going to be? I really do. I think there's only really one question mark on the whole card, right? Yeah, I thought maybe Paul White was going to, or not Paul White, um, his mystery man was going to come out and maybe mess up, like call somebody out or something like that. Maybe just a, a like a surprise debut. But yeah, I mean, if you want to put in someone new here, that's fine. Um, if you're putting someone new in, who is it? Juice Robinson. I I love that, you know, because him and Cody already have heat. It means that you don't have to have Cody win this. Yep. Um, it's, it's another oh, a small little walkthrough of the forbidden door. It feels like a good place to do some stuff like that. I just don't understand how it, you could call it Hall of Fame talent then, though. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, and, and I almost think it has to be bigger than my guest, too, which is Ethan Page. I'd um, be I'd be real fine with that. I would be one hundred percent fine with that, but I just don't know who it could be. People are saying Batista. I just don't. Please don't. Yeah, I don't need that. You've done so good at giving us the the younger, you know, the guys who we've been watching through the indies a little bit, and you know, a lot of them who we got to see at local wrestling shows here um, during their time with that. But you're kind of running out. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It feels like all of the guys that are good enough to be on AEW are on AEW. Yeah. So when you get an, a tease of a of an intro like this, and you've got a spot in the card, you just kind of scratch your head at it a little. Yeah. Um, 
E- Ethan Page, I guess, is my guess. Um, That'd be, hey, oh, you know what else I just thought of? Can that? I change my answer? Sure. Sixth man in this one, debuting, Dalton Castle. Hall of Fame talent? T- to me. <laughs> ROH uh, R- Hall of Fame, for sure. Did, did the boys get fired from WWE yet, or no, can they come t- out with them? but Tony Khan will get him some different get him boys. get some boys. Some, some good boys. Maybe oh. Griffin Pillman Jr. could be his boys for a night. That would be fun. I, the Varsity Boys? Listen, I really enjoy Dalton Castle, and I didn't think I was going to. Um you know, when I first started watching it, I didn't think it was going to be for me, and then all of a sudden, it was extremely for me, and I'm very into it. Yeah. Um, and if you put him on AEW Dynamite, or, or if you put him on an AEW roster, means I'm going to get to see him wrestle in person. And I'm very happy with that. Um, normally, you have debuts win the or debutants win this one. Debutants. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and I love that. I feel like this winner is uh, is. Pretty set in stone to me. I think I got the guy. You got Max Caster? No, I do not have Max <laughs> Caster, Ryan. I do not. I wrote it down already. That's what we're, that's what we're saying. <laughs> I do not now, nor have I ever had Max Caster. Uh, <laughs> feels like Pentagon, actually, to me. To me, to me. To you. Because uh, it seems like they're going to put that Pack and Phoenix tag team over, which, yes, correct. Good idea, Tony. Yeah. Uh, and in the meantime, if Pentagon is your next number one contender for the TNT title, boy, isn't that a good thing. I'm going to disagree with that. Like, wholeheartedly. I can't disagree stop, with stop, you more. Stop, 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 Ryan, stop. I have to disagree with you. Pentagon. Listen. TNT title. Nobody loves Pentagon more than me. Except for me, apparently. That's not true. Because... The, you know why they're doing all this Pac and Phoenix tag team stuff? Tell me. Because when you're going to add Pent to that and you add the three-way title, that's where it goes and it doesn't leave for a long time. Because that's how you make that prestigious. Death Triangle should run with those belts for fucking two and a half, three, four years. You know, And then you can finally dump it. 85 title defenses. Yeah, yeah. and they're running, they're running singles belts the whole time. The Lucha Brothers are running tag belts the whole time. They're just dripped in gold, Death Triangle should be. You know, so top who, to bottom. Who are you going to put over in this thing that isn't Pentagon? I'd, lo- guy, I'd love to hear it. The guy who has literally gotten over every single fucking week. It goes back and Don Cowell says he's over. Because you want to know if you're over? I'll tell you if you're fucking over. And Lance Archer is fucking over wow. right now. Wow. I the, hate the, Lance the, Archer. The 180 that this I, man has made on Lance Archer. If I God, I wish we had put out previous podcasts. We should talk about his rock revival jeans and his cross tattoo on and his how back. He looks, and how he you looks just like, sound disgusting. How he looks like Brett Michaels. Um All the bad things I said about Lance Archer. Right there, you should go back and cut all the horrible things I said about Lance Archer and put like a time to reminisce on Ryan (laughs) or how Lance Archer got over with Ryan. And you can just do that. It's too much editing. Yeah. um, He's fucking over, man. He's looking great. He's doing his fucking job as a big boy, doing big boy things. And you know what? He. I, I said it, I think, three recordings ago. He's your next TNT champion, Lance Archer, and it's fine. Um, it doesn't have to go long. He's over. And once he's not over, then I will go back to making fun of him for being the lead singer of Poison um, with his dumb braid and everything like that. But the man has done an incredible job wrestling the last six, seven, eight weeks. You yeah, know? you can't argue with that, man. And, you can't argue with the fact that Lance Archer is a good wrestler. And, and just be too good to be unnoticed, you know, and he has been. Give it to him. But you know who he's not as good as, right? 
Penta. Yeah. I, so Penta wins the match. Ryan Penta wins. Yeah, but if it's not a six man tag match, yeah, Penta wins. <laughs> but it's a, or a six man ladder. TNT match. T- champion Penta Zero Miedo. He holds it up with this hand. He does the Zero Miedo thing with this hand. That is the the future of AEW. When we were at All In, how long did it take me to mark out for Penta? Instant? Yeah, it was literally the moment he... He did a Zero Miedo, yeah. and you were like, oh. I was like, who's this? Who's this? <laughs> huh? The, the same would... as when I heard Justin Roberts go, uh, and he would like me to tell you that he is better than you, and you know it. I was like, who's this? Who's this? <laughs> who's this, this guy? What's, What's this? this? What's this? What's this? Tell me in, about this. Isn't this interesting? Yeah. Well, this is fun. This is one we've got big contention on. Yeah. Uh, I think a point here if either one of us gets the guest entrant right and a point if we get the winner right. Sound yeah. fair? Yeah, that sounds great to me. Let's talk about it. The main event. The the yuckiest yuck that AEW will ever yuck. Guys, the exploding barbed wire, yucky, yucky, gross, bloody, exploding barbed wire death match. Kenny Omega versus John Moxley. I'm going to sound like a soy boy here. I don't really like it that much. I don't. It's gonna be gross. That's the point. Yeah, but like, I don't really like it that much. Here's um, here are three pieces of information that every wrestling fan should know before you watch this thing, because you're absolutely right. It's not gonna be a good time. But number one, Kenny is a bad guy now, and bad guy Kenny is a bad, bad bastard, bad man. Go watch the heel shit that Kenny did after he took over the Bullet Club in 2016. The G1 win when he threw the flag down. He's a mean bastard, man. Yeah. Number two, John Moxley is about to take a break. John Moxley is about to have a child and go on paternity leave and not be seen for a while. He, tell the G1. <laughs> or, or later. But And number three... These two had a very yucky match already, and they have to do more than that. So, yeah, this is going to be a, a very bloody, very explody, very not fun to watch wrestling match. I was at the first yucky one. Yeah, they you could see your big, dumb, high face <laughs> as Kenny hits Moxley with a trash can. Watching it on the Jumbotron while it's in front of me. <laughs> Jesus. At all in when you had to remind me. Uh, Ryan, look at the look at the ring. They're doing Watching it right it there. <laughs> They're doing um, it right there. Yeah, I mean, it, this is gonna be gross. Yeah. I, it's honestly not for me. It's I'm sure that I will enjoy some parts of it. I'm sure that I'll hate a lot of parts of it. I I took a break from wrestling for a little while. Yeah, and then a lot of this, a lot of the deathmatch stuff. That's when it became popular. So like. I completely missed out on growing this part of my wrestling matches. So I think maybe as, as it goes on, it'll probably be a little bit like, I'll probably enjoy it a little bit more, but like as these ones come up, I was just like, Ugh. I mean, we saw that match with name redacted and Eric Cannon at Bauhaus, house. And that was yucky to me. Yeah, that was, I mean, big yuck on that one. Yeah. But the thing is you gotta do it sometimes. Especially if you're going to be as muddy a show as AEW is, is you got to pay it off sometimes. And this is white hot. And for them to do anything less than, as John Moxley puts it, glorious wrestling violence, 
would be a bummer, especially if Moxley's going to take some time off. And Moxley's a CZW guy. He he has He's done built, gross shit. He has done this shit for a long time. I don't think anybody's going to get hurt, hurt. But I think you're going to see some color, and you're going to see some burns, and you're going to see some stuff that like makes your skin crawl a little bit because that's what it's supposed to do. It's it's supposed to. It's the and it's on- going to. Yeah. It's the only time wrestling is supposed to feel real. Most of the time I'm suspending my disbelief and I'm having a good time. When I'm watching deathmatch stuff, I'm actually going, uh, 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 you know, and you need a little of that. And this is a perfect place to sprinkle it in. They're going to be over the top horrible. And then you won't have to watch it for a year and a half which is how long it's been since the last time these two guys did this shit. And we still talk about it often because of how impactful it is. And how icky it was. Yeah, but you want to blow Moxley Omega off for a year and not have to worry about it. You have one of them kill the other. Yeah, and they will. Yeah. And it will be fine. And and here... you know, we've said it fifteen times on the show. Trust Tony; it'll yeah. be it'll be fine. It'll be gross. It'll it'll it, it's it's a little bit bummer that that's like the the end of the show because like that's how you leave feeling. And and that was a big thing when I saw it in full gear. Like, it, you know, especially when you're there and you're suspending the disbelief and you're like, oh, you watch him fucking kill him on the on the, <laughs> on, the you know, on the wood, yeah, yeah, on the boards. And it was like, all right, I guess I have to go eat Korean barbecue now. Poor guy. Which I did. Poor guy. Which I did. Poor guy. And, a, and thank goodness for that K-pop Korean barbecue place that was open till 3 a.m. in Baltimore. Appreciate that. No yeah. shout out. Korea, Korean barbecue and wrestling. Name a better duo. I'll wait. Weed and wrestling. Yeah, fair. Yeah, gotcha. But Kenny retains here. Uh, Moxley takes a break, and you're gonna see some yuck yuck bad stuff. Yeah. It's. Uh, you think you're gonna have any interference? Yeah, of course, of course. Do you think anybody comes out for Moxley? No. No. Fuck him. Yeah. He's kicked everybody's ass. Nobody likes him. Yeah, that's fine. That's going to do it for us. Episode one of the Mud Show Dirt Sheet is in the books. couple housekeeping things to go through before we let you go. If you'd like to holler at us on Twitter, give us ideas for punishments, things to talk about on the show, or, fingers crossed, to watch a video of Ryan Peterson eating onion like an apple, you can find us on Twitter at Dirt Sheet Pod. You can find me on Twitter at Tex Mahogany, and you can find the man himself, Ryan Peterson, on Twitter at the GGRP, all caps. Our music is done by Dom. You can check out his bands, Sky Haven and Waste, wherever music is uh, available. And our podcast art was done by Griffin. You can find him on Twitter at quasi-collapsed. If it's not too much to ask, we'd love for you to give us a five-star rating, a subscribe, a thumbs up, whatever your podcasting app allows for you to do to support positive content and (laughs) to get the word out that we exist because we need that help bad. We appreciate you listening so, so much. Please tune in next week for more smart wrestling takes from Dumb Wrestling Marks. Thank you, be safe, and we'll see you next week.